Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. I am your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Thanks for joining us. Today we are talking about the gift of weakness. The gift of weakness. Stay tuned. Well, it's a brand new week. At least it is as I record this. Now, you may be listening later, but it's Monday. It's the first day of the week. And actually, it is Labor Day here in the good old U.S. of A. Maybe you have the day off so you can catch up on things that need to be finished, like maybe bend, 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 binge. That's the word I was looking for. Binge listening to this podcast. No matter what it is that you are doing today, I welcome you to our 44th episode of the Darren Sargent Show. Wow. Thanks for tuning in. We are in our third full month. It's actually the start of the fourth, but kind of the started in the middle of June, I believe. So this is like the third full month of this podcast. And we are zeroing in on 4,000 downloads. I am extremely grateful. Thanks so much for listening, and I trust that you're getting something out of these these episodes. And if you are, could you do me a favor? Leave a rating and review. It would be greatly appreciated. You can go to the link I provided in the show notes, or you can go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and drop a line or two about the show. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Recently, my wife and daughter and I were able to take a road trip up to Idaho, some of the areas that I grew up in. We got to spend a few days down in southern Idaho in the Boise and Twin Falls area, just short little ventures. Twin Falls area, Kimberly, Idaho, right outside of Twin Falls is where I grew up. And we got to go there and I got to show my daughter around where I grew up. And and I think I talked about it last week in an episode, but we also got to spend a few days with my family up in northern Idaho, and it it was a blast. The three of us one day went canoeing and kayaking around the island where my parents live, and when we finished, we pulled into the dock where my dad was going to meet us to help load up the canoe and kayak into the back of his truck. A couple of the neighbors were there at the dock, and one of them asked if I needed a hand as I picked up the canoe to take to my dad's truck. Now, if you know me, I took advantage of this opportunity telling him, sure do, I'm a little shorthanded. Now, usually this line gets a laugh or two from those that have heard it for the first time, even those that may have heard it for the hundredth time. But with this guy, I don't think he knew what to do with it. All he could say, and he said it more than once, was this, well, that's just a dumb thing to say. I guess to him, I should have just been quiet, crawled over into my little corner of shame and not made a joke about my condition. But this got me to thinking about something that has been a source of strength in my life and something that I have had to live out daily. Our world is so fixated on the strong and the mighty, we, we tend to be enamored with the fictional characters that possess some sort of supernatural strength and use it to conquer the evil in the world. 
our gyms are packed across the nation. Well, they were before COVID hit, but our gyms are packed across the nation, specifically right after the holidays, with people gritting their teeth as they try to live up to the mantra, no pain, no gain. It's the strong, the mighty, the talented, and those that that seemingly are, are born with a silver spoon in their mouth that are the ones celebrated in today's culture. Magazine racks parade pictures of celebrities and what they ate for breakfast or the recent scandal that they may be involved in. People seem to just be enamored with what this world classifies as the elite, the mighty, the strong. If you were to glance in the Word of God, you would quickly discover that in God's economy, it's it's quite the opposite. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinth and said these words, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. This goes to show us that in the economy of God, it is the weak that he uses to confound the mighty. I recently had a conversation with someone where I told them that being born with one hand was a gift. They kind of looked at me a little funny and said, what do you mean a gift? I replied that this has definitely been a gift in my life because my weakness is what has caused me to rely on God and not on myself. I believe that there is always an advantage in a disadvantage. How do you look at the weak areas of your life? It may not be something physical like I've been blessed with, but all of us have been presented with something in our lives that if we would stop long enough to contemplate, we we would discover, you know, it's in these areas of our lives that God wants to show off to the world. Look what I can do with little Unless our world thinks that you have to have it all together, all your ducks in a row and everything lined up. But God declares, if you'll give me a shepherd boy, I'll use him to take down a giant and I will turn him into a king. If you give me a murderer who has a speech impediment, I'll use him to deliver a nation that is in bondage. It's the weak things that confound the mighty. What a promise. I think we need to start seeing our weakness as our weaknesses as gifts from God and watch what he can do in you and through you no matter what it may be that you feel is less. It's a weakness. I challenge you. I I dare you. In fact, I double dog dare you. That's a good one. I double dog dare you to look at your weakness through the lens of God's word. Don't look at it as something that is 
limiting you or making you feel less than what you really are? God says, I use the weak things of the world to confound the mighty. Lying inside of that weakness, lying inside of that limiting thing in your life could be the answer to our world's issues. When I look at men and women that God used in Scripture, it reminds me all over again, God doesn't need the elite. He takes people, common people. He pulls them from the canvas of the common and he writes into their life greatness. Don't let the enemy convince you that you are nothing. Don't let other people convince you that you don't have what it takes to be an overcomer and a winner. I don't care where you come from, what you've been through, how you were treated, who your mama is or who your daddy is. Hear me today. God uses weak things to confound the powerful and the mighty. Start seeing your weakness as a gift. Start seeing your disadvantage as an advantage. And watch what God can do in you, through you, around you, all around you. I I can't wait to hear the stories of what God starts to do through you and in you because you're getting a revelation. It's my weakness that is really a strength. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you have an awesome Labor Day or whenever you're listening to this. Enjoy your time. And remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's a gift in your weakness. Visit us at darrensargent.com or the darrensargentshow.com. Learn more about what's going on with this podcast and other things that are available. Have an awesome day.